0: Let us be attentive,
1: the saints shall rejoice in glory, sing to the Lord a new song, wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the transcendent power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith as he who had wrote, I believed and so I spoke, we too believed and so we speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, It may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God.
2: Peace be with you, the reader. Alleluia. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all.
1: And with your
0: spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. Let us be attentive.
1: Glory to you.
0: At that time, as Jesus entered a village, he was met by ten leopards who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you
2: well. Peace be with you, who proclaim the gospel. Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the year 304 AD, during a certain persecution of Christians in North Africa, a group of martyrs was brought before the local Roman governor. He addressed the following question to one named Saturninus, who was the leader of the group of Christians and their priest. Did you, against the orders of the emperor, arrange for these people to hold an assembly? Saturninus replied, Absolutely. We celebrated the Eucharist. Why? asked the governor. Because the Eucharist cannot be abandoned. As soon as Saturninus said this, the governor ordered him to be put on the rack to be tortured. Then Felix, a son of Saturninus, and a reader in the church, came forward himself to the contest, whereupon the governor inquired of him, Were you one of the assembly, and do you possess any copies of the scriptures? As if a Christian could exist without the Eucharist, or the Eucharist be celebrated without a Christian, answered Felix. Don't you know that a Christian is constituted by the Eucharist and the Eucharist by a Christian? Neither avails without the other. We celebrated our liturgy right gloriously. We always come together and convene at the Eucharist for the reading of the Lord's scriptures, said Felix. Enraged by this confession, the governor ordered him again, to be beaten with clubs. Listen again to the testimonies of these to ancient martyrs. The Eucharist cannot be abandoned, said the martyrs, because a Christian cannot exist without the Eucharist, or the Eucharist be celebrated without a Christian. A Christian, they affirmed, is made a Christian, by the Eucharist. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the weekly celebration of the Holy Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion, Divine Liturgy, on the Lord's Day is an indispensable activity of the Church because the Eucharist makes the Church the body of Christ. It is the source of and the summit of the church's life, the supreme act of her thanksgiving and of her sacrifice of praise as we sing in the liturgy. For the gift of God's only begotten Son, there is nothing else we can do but give thanks, eucharistia, to God. As King David instructs us, in Psalm 115, what can I give back to the Lord? For all that He has done for me, I will partake of the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. By attending the divine liturgy and partaking of this cup of salvation, we then imitate that one thankful leper who returned to give thanks. To Jesus for healing him of his incurable disease. At the divine liturgy, the church is continuously changed from a mere human community into the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit and the holy people of God. <clears throat> the life of every parish of every faithful Christian is centered on the weekly celebration of the Divine Liturgy. For it is here that we experience the mystery of that new reality that is in the world, the reality that God brought about through the incarnation of His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In the Eucharist, we encounter the living Christ, crucified, risen from the dead, glorified, and coming again in his personal presence. Through the divine liturgy, Jesus acts to fulfill his promises to his people when he said, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. He is with us most powerfully and profoundly here in the church, gathered around his holy table. The Divine Liturgy communicates to people the meaning and the purpose of life. It helps us to see, understand, interpret, and internalize both the tragedy of human sin that destroys our relationships, but also the limitless Expanse and potential of the new life in Christ. We gather at the Divine Liturgy to affirm our identity as members of the body of Christ, His Church. We gather to hear the Word of God, to confess our common faith, to express our indissoluble unity in love, and to find another life new true and everlasting. We receive holy communion with the proper and serious preparation unto the forgiveness of sins and life eternal. The seeds of immortality and of holiness are sown and planted in our hearts, in our deep being, and thus empowered we are sent forth to bear fruit proportionate this wondrous gift. For these many reasons, the Eucharist, as the early martyr said, cannot be forsaken or abandoned. And every activity of the parish, educational, social, philanthropic, cultural, must always be informed by and serve the purposes of the Eucharistic assembly for which the parish essentially exists. Our weekly participation in the divine liturgy is not meant to fulfill some vague religious obligation, but to give evidence in our faith and so that we may become partakers of the divine nature, to quote St. Peter. That is, to actually participate in divine life and have that eternal life of Christ pulsing through our veins. By partaking of Holy Communion, God's life itself flows into us and penetrates the fabric of our humanity. The future life of the kingdom to come is infused and blended into the now, into the present. The Eucharist, as St. Ignatius of Antioch said in the very, very early centuries is, quote, the medicine of immortality and the antidote against death, enabling us to live forever in Jesus Christ, unquote. The power of the Eucharistic Assembly is evidenced through the following story. In 1943, after many decades of church closures, in atheist-communist Russia. Stalin, for whatever reason, ordered the reopening of churches. As soon as the people of a certain town named Eilisk read this decree in the newspapers, they ran to a certain priest, Father Pimen, crying out, Batushka, Stalin's order is to open the churches. We've already freed up the church removed the grain they were storing therein and cleaned it and washed it and everything is ready. People are standing around waiting. How is your health? Will you be able to serve? Father Piman had just recently returned from the forced labor camps and was suffering from meningitis. He couldn't even give an answer. They continued, Father, look, the church They are being opened, and there's not a single priest. They've all been shot. You're the only one left. All right, give me my clothes, Father Piment said. They dressed him, and they carried him in a cart to the very church from where he had been taken. He crawled to the altar, weeping, and the people wept with him. Give the exclamation, Father. They stood him up a man on each side of him, even helping him to raise his arms. And he barely was able to blurt out, Blessed is our God, always, now and ever, to the ages of ages. And then he fell down again. The people said amen, and the service continued. Prospero was baked, and a chalice and communion wine were brought. The people found everything necessary for the liturgy. be celebrated. In Father Piemann's own words, he relates the following. For three days and nights, I didn't leave the church. I prayed for three whole days. I didn't eat, didn't drink, and didn't even go outside for natural needs. There would be another service night and day. People didn't want to leave the church. That's how much they missed the services. They were so happy, they wanted to worship so much. On this side of death, brothers and sisters in Christ, every ascent requires a descent. Physics tells us what goes up must come down. So it is with our experiences at every celebration of the divine liturgy. We climb the rungs of the ladder of the divine ascent to be embraced by the boundless love of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We sit at table with him to hear the words of life and to partake of the bread of life. But then we are sent back to depart in peace. We are required to return to the world and to immerse ourselves in the affairs and circumstances of everyday life bringing the redemptive power of God and the blessings of the Eucharist to our wounded and broken world. Having partaken of the body and blood of Christ, we must now tend to the needs of broken human bodies and spirits that are all around us so that the rays of God's kingdom may shine in the darkness of our fallen world, bringing healing, hope, peace and joy to the hearts of people until the Lord returns in glory. And to him be the power, the worship, and thanksgiving for all things forevermore. Amen.